Welcome to episode 46 of the Scent Geeks podcast. Now, for those regular listeners, this podcast might be coming to you a bit later than usual because we're releasing it on Monday morning rather than Sunday night ready for Monday morning. And we might tell you a little bit more about the reasons behind that later on in the podcast, so stay tuned. Um, But other than introducing myself, I'm Steve. I've got a YouTube channel called Frags to Riches. My other role is to introduce my podcast co-host, and that man is Chris from the channel Fragmental. Chris, hello, how are you? I'm all right, Steve. I'm <clears throat> just trying to sort my throat out from, from that um, uh, tea that just went down the wrong way right before we hit record. <laughs> but <I'm> all, <laughs> other than that, I'm all right. I'll get through it. Ever the professional, soldiering on. Love yes, it. soldiering on, yes. Yeah, I'm How's good, your mate? week yeah. been, mate? I, I've had a good, I've another good week, very productive week. Uh, brilliant weekend. We our weekends are great at the moment. We've we found some local walks. We've, we've decided we've got some beautiful areas we can drive to for walks, like 30, 40 minutes, 60 minutes away from from where we are. But we thought, well, let's um, let's not let the walk take over the whole day, and let's chill out at the weekend and get a few jobs done. And Helen likes to do a bit of baking, so we've started looking into walks from our local area, which initially we dismissed because we're not kind of we're on the edge of the countryside but you've got to drive a bit to get into the really nice countryside but we've found a few routes and we we've found some uh yeah we found some nice routes that we just pop out for an hour and a hour hour and a half and so we've really been enjoying that so we're getting the best of both worlds we get to do all the stuff at home we need to at the weekends but we get to go out and have some fresh air and have some nice walks um and we yeah we we did our monthly uh delivery of byron burger uh last night uh and the best part of everything is my girls are getting into the mandalorian the star wars spin-off and i never thought that they'd sit watching star wars with me i've tried and tried but i've always thought no i'll wait till they're ready because they always just want to watch dragons or something and um it was baby yoda i showed them a clip of baby yoda and they they started watching mandalorian with me and now they're, they're hooked so we've just had we've been binging on the mandalorian this weekend so it's been it's been a perfect weekend for me if i'm honest mate living the dream mate living the I dream know. I know. Hell. <laughs> we went uh we went for a walk today as well actually we went for quite a, mm. a big old walk down along the river uh, got the baby in the sling thing uh took the dog took the boy obviously and yeah it's a bit of a bit of a mission but it was quite nice just to go for a nice stroll um and then when you get back you feel like you don't mind chilling out in front of a film because you sort of feel like you've earned it you've done your bit of exercise you've got some fresh air so then you can kind of zonk out a little bit though i had to give the dog a bath when i got back but other than that yeah not yeah. too bad 100 percent. you go out for a walk you've definitely earned your roast dinner or you're chilling out or whatever and and you know it's nice to sit in front of a sunday afternoon movie isn't it i think that's a it's a good time to watch a film maybe even an old black and white film if you're into that stuff well my little boy watched up for the first time yesterday so oh. that was a, a new one to us so yeah a bit what of a classic a film but uh, other than that, um, what, I've had a fairly normal week, really. Not too. M- oh, oh! I did start a new YouTube channel. I suppose I should throw that out there, shouldn't well, I? Well, that's not that's not important, is it? We don't really need to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I, it's I don't it's, think. Not, it's not yeah. not fragrance related, so we should probably just jog on. But I, I all need right, to plug how, it. How many subs have you got, mate? 
I've got about 60. It's a bit weird going back to to being so nascent. On, not that my channel is, yeah, not that it's huge, but it's bringing back all those memories of striving to hit 100 subs, you know, and then the next yeah. 100 and then 500. It's all coming back to me, what kind of what it's like. Not that my fragrance channel is, you know, huge, but it is. Oh, and it's it's really funny. So um, I should probably reference it. So I've, anybody that knows me or follow me a little bit, you might know that I've got a history in doing a bit of comedy. I did a bit of stand-up comedy and I used to do drama and performance and improv and all that sort of shit. Um, so that's probably where some of those sort of, I say funny intros, but or attempts at being funny, um, at least on my fragrance channel kind of come from. So I thought, oh, sort of, I'm actually going to try and do another youtube channel with just comedy stuff just messing around it's the channel's called uh for shits and giggles because that's basically it. it's just me messing around just having a laugh really and um but it's, it's i didn't realize chris it's, there's some good things and bad things doing a second youtube channel because obviously the learning curve's not as steep because i now know what i'm doing i know how to you know do thumbnails yeah. and all that not that you really need to but this the style of channel is completely different where fragrance stuff is searchable because people are searching for fragrances so you need titles you need thumbnails and then it's pretty much for most of my stuff a talking head so you need to look clean and stuff the comedy kind of sketches and that sort of stuff that i do it's completely different it's not searchable so you don't have to worry about thumbnails um you do obviously you need to promote it and push it and get people to share it more but then the videos are a lot shorter they're like a minute long but then when it comes to the editing it's it's really weird because it, like the editing is so important because it's down to comedy timing so if you leave something a bit too long or a bit too or you cut it off too short you'll lose the comic comic effect and then filming it is quite different for me as well because it's all multi-angle and and edited so yeah. it's really weird it's a completely different sort of style of youtube for me yeah it's, it's gonna funny. be a little more film maker if little little short films for mm. you really because you're Definitely. was the first original one that you put on the furlough one wasn't it and yes i really enjoyed that not only because it was original content that i hadn't seen before i thought oh this it was like what 40 seconds long or something it was getting nearly yeah. to the end i was like steve i'm not quite sure you're getting this comedy thing here I, I, I don't, <laughs> I, i'm not sure if you know what comedy means and then you were like at the end of it the punchline i was like yes i'm not going to spoil the joke for people you've got to go to steve's uh, channel for you. shits and giggles but i could so empathize with the punchline of that video 100 percent, mate i loved it <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah it is um it's 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 fun because i've got loads of ideas and I'm, what i'm gonna do is as i've told you i've got a gimbal and i'm gonna do some like monologues so i might use some stand-up material and do some monologues while i'm sort of out walking about which would be fun as well so so i'm looking forward to i'm really I, it's good to, to be really excited and looking forward to it but it's it's hard having to graft and try and get those subs again really so yeah i know i see how we get on i'd be very scared of resetting and going back to zero if i could think of another idea for another channel and i and i wanted to then i think i'd struggle going back to zero i think it would obviously be a faster initial growth because i could you know obviously like you've done migrate some some viewers from the fragrance mm. channel over to a new channel i think david from the fragrance bros does a second channel as well uh, on mm. like men's gear and things like that clothes and bags things like that i think he does um but i don't really hear him talking about that channel much and uh, I, I i can't remember if i subscribed actually <laughs> i should i should do give him some support but yeah I, I fair play to you mate because it's something that i couldn't really contemplate doing i don't think 
I was going to ask you actually this week when we kind of got together to chat, like if you had to do a second channel, like someone said, right, Chris, you've got to do it or whatever, what would you do it on? Would it be mountain biking, do you think? Or is there anything well, else that you... I don't know. Mountain biking was actually my very first consideration for a YouTube channel because that's what got me into subscribing to channels on YouTube was watching mountain mm. bike videos. But then I, I very quickly thought I'm not really going to be able to produce enough varied content to make it worthwhile because I can't travel. I think my nearest mountain biking place is 40 minutes away. And even if I got one ride a week in, which is pushing it, uh, it would be at the same place every time. I'd be like, what's interesting about about that? The channels I watch, they're going around the world doing it because they don't have kids yeah. and families and things. So, yeah, no, I, I settled on fragrance really because mountain biking is obviously a big passion of mine, but uh, I didn't think I could really bring anything, any good to that, to the platform with that uh, within that niche. I, I think, I don't know. I think I'd maybe... More fitness go. from your PT time, you sort of PT. Yeah, it's oversaturated. Stuff. It's oversaturated, yeah, and well, you know is, there'll be it? some someone with oiled up pecs and and an amazing tan, uh, fifteen years younger than me that will be doing it, and will you know will will be uh, dominating that that arena. So, kind of thought you but, know I don't I don't know if that would uh, gain traction either. But have they got some little red shorts like you have, mate? That's the thing. <laughs> I just, I think that's your USP. I think you just make sure that's on the thumbnails, and you'd get the views without doubt. Yeah, I don't know. I think something on the cinematic side would would be a consideration. But yeah, it would be how to, um, what angle to go with that? Because again, there's a lot of kind of tech channels about filmmaking and the art of filmmaking. So. I've always just arrived back at Fragrance and thought, well, I've carved myself a little a little area within that community. It's doing well, so you know why why dilute it? Just focus on that. Mm. So that's what I'm doing for the time being. No, it makes sense, mate. So what I'll do is I'll post a link to my new YouTube channel in the Scent Geeks Podcast Facebook group in case anybody is interested. Now I know that's a little bit hypocritical because we do in sort of try and enforce that that group is about sharing content related to the podcast, but. You know what? It's administrator's prerogative. I, I think, as an admin, I'm allowed. So there we go. If we if um, we make anyway. the rules, we can break the rules. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> mate. Right. Shall we get on to some fragrance-related stuff? Yeah, yeah, we'd better. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Uh, Podmin. Shall we do some Podmin? Yes. Uh, we've got some. There's been some Kofi's. So we've had a few donations this week. So Ooh, thank good. you, everybody. Yes, you can donate to us if you go to ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks, all one word. Um, and three people this week have done that. So thank you, you lovely people. The first one comes from Jerome. He says, thanks for the entertainment, fellas. Appreciate the hard work. Nice to hear sort of a guy's guy uh, type conversation about frags. It can be a lonely world uh, to us or for us. So, yeah, we've discussed this before, haven't we? It's yeah. a bit of a... It's, it's a bit of a weird well some people think it's not a blokey thing to be into so yeah, yeah. and a lot of blokes I, I think i'm lucky that i've got a few friends i can talk frags with but I, a lot of blokes and for a long time I, I didn't have friends that i could talk about frags with uh, so i think if if it's a passion if it's a hobby you kind of want to talk to your mates about it but if your mates think it's not a very guy thing or 
bloke thing or alpha thing to talk about, then yeah, you can feel a bit a bit alone in in that passion, I guess. So I think that's what, and we'll get into this a little bit later in the podcast, but I guess, but yeah, it's um it's an outlet for people, and I I, I think. I never, I never thought that the podcast would become that. To be honest, Steve, I never thought that we would be a little, um, a little sanctuary for people who want to just hear blokes chatting about fragrances. And why not? Because blokes chat about like hairstyles and football and cars. Why not fragrances? It's all part of who we are, isn't it? So I think mm. I would like to think we're we're tra- we're we're blazing the trails, Steve. I think you know we're um, we're trying to make that right by doing this podcast. Yeah, no, I, th- I I like that. I like the podcast, and I like that people kind of see it as a, like I say, as a little trailblazer, or as a kind of step forward, and kind of I don't know, opening mm. the doors. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, the you. next yes, the next uh, Kofi comes from a serial contributor slash donator. Uh, it comes from Anton, and he says, "Oh, go on then, have a coffee on me. Christmas <laughs> is practically here anyway. Keep up the great work, guys." So. Thanks, Thanks Anton. Anton. I'll make it a gingerbread latte. And the last one is come from uh, Sigrid from Sweden. Uh, they said, "Have a great, uh, have a coffee each, and keep up the great work." So thank you for that. Really appreciated. Oh, brilliant! Is that all the coffees? That is, Chris. Has there been any reviews? There has been a, a review, Steve. I'm glad you asked. There's been an oh. actually a five star review. The title yes. of this review is hashtag Weekly Fragrance Fix which again ties into to the Kofis and what we were just talking about. This is from Mr. Celtic Connor 88 via Apple Podcasts. That's the place to leave us a review, guys. If you can get to Apple Podcasts and uh, drop us uh, preferably a five-star review, uh, I guess we'd take a, a 4.5, but no lower than that. Um, so Mr. Celtic Connor did just that and he benefits by getting his, uh, his review read out on the Scent Geeks podcast. And he said absolutely love this podcast have been binge listening to the last 40 plus episodes i'm proud to say i'm finally caught up keep up the great work guys i love the banter and easygoing vibe you both give off just like sitting with you both in my living room having a chat about all things fragrance love you guys stay safe and stay fragrant not vagrant <laughs> i was gonna say that's exactly i automatically <laughs> thought of barry there that's yeah, brilliant <laughs> Uh, so there we go thank you podmin done that's good um what have you been wearing chris all right i've been i've had a niche week this week steve um of course you have yeah i'm currently you are the niche of york i am the niche of york yeah but i'm not a niche snob i'm not a niche snob but i do like my niche um so i've been i'm currently wearing black phantom from by killian which is a recent purchase i love it it's just right up my street uh rum caramel oh good stuff i don't need to tell you any more about that i'm sure you all know about black phantom i've also been wearing uh, caritas by memoirs perfume which is a really lovely kind of milky woody leathery fragrance uh, really beautiful they sell that one in, in selfridges and of course on their website that's memoirs caritas and uh, the same owner actually um has uh, a, a, is co-owner of another fragrance line it's ilk or contradictions in ilk they they call themselves and uh, they specialize in layering fragrances so I've got a layering pair from them. Uh, there's Devious and Sincere. So I've been wearing those individually, which work great. And I've been layering them. So that's been fun playing with those this week. I've uh, also been wearing, ah, your old favourite, Steve. I've had a bit of Leighton on this week. Oh, yes, I saw you posted that on uh, Instagram. Yep. I was like, yes, 
love a bit of Leighton. Plum Japanese from Tom Ford and uh, Art de Parfum Signature Wild, which is a, an absolutely beautiful scent. So there we go. There's my niche week. Let's hear all about your uh, designer week, Steve, I'm guessing. You, I was going to say that. I've had a designer week as usual. <laughs> I think, to be fair, one of the days I, I did wear a Kajal Om from mm. Kajal Perfumes. So that's that's niche. So mm. Other than that, it's been a designer. Nothing too new or exciting. I've not been testing or sampling anything this week. I've been obviously focusing on my other YouTube channel a little bit, as we mentioned. Um, today I'm wearing Spice Bomb, the original EDT. Um, I just uh, really, I'm really enjoying that one. I'm t- after we sort of spoke about Spice Bomb O Fresh or Spice Bomb Fresh, I think it is in the US. I'm thinking about kind of uh, getting that or maybe getting a sample of it. But I'm, I, was, I was watching some reviews today to try and gauge gauge it. A lot of people said it's a fresher version. So, so Joy Min really liked it. Ashton said it was good, but not as good as the original. So I'm not sure. But we we'll see how that yeah, one goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm even uh, thinking of buying the original actually because it is a quite a a game-changing fragrance i love extreme but yeah i might i feel like i should own the original too so i might do that i i really really do enjoy the original i've said it before it's just it's a, for me some people think it's a sexy date for it for me it's a really comforting that sweet snuggly kind of i, I just find it a very comforting nice smell uh what else uh amani code uh amani code perfumo one that we both love I've still been wearing a bit of Prada Luna Rossa Carbon, which I've been raving around. Um, Stronger With You from Amani again. Um, yeah, so just very kind of designery this week. I think I wore Explorer from Mont Blanc earlier this week as well. So very, mm-hmm. very designery this week and, and nothing too new to report, to, to be honest. So no need right. to dwell on any of it. Well, they all sound, they're, they're good ones, you know, can't bet. I'm actually kind of... When I when I don't wear designers for a week and I hear you talk about yours, I kind of miss them. I kind of think, well, yeah, I feel like wearing designers next week, so maybe I will wear endeavour to wear a few more. But it's all testing, I, and it's all testing we have to do, Steve. I'm like, gotta keep well, wearing the thing. these fragrances you, to make videos on them. Well, that's the thing. You're putting out so many videos now. You're constantly testing. So sometimes yeah. we've discussed this before. It's really nice when you go when I've been testing something, and then I just think, right, I can have a few days off now and wear fragrance for me, and just pick what I want to wear for pleasure, sort of thing. And I really, I really like those days. It's really yeah, nice. Me too. Um, just to mention one of those fragrances I, t- I spoke about. It's a bit weird because I d- um, originally when we started, I got into fragrances. I wanted to. I got into Instagram and YouTube, and I wanted to keep my Facebook separate. I wanted to keep that separate from fragrance. I didn't want the lines to get blurred. Well, that's gone out the fucking window now because obviously we've got the Facebook group, and I'm a member of loads of groups. But I was scrolling down my feed now, and I get loads of updates from groups. And there was a post on there, um, but it was not any of my fragrance friends it was a couple of mates from my previous days of stand-up comic uh, doing comedy there's two stand-up comics and it was really funny because it was like oh this is weird because they don't know about my fragrance stuff and one of them said oh a screenshot of the week and he'd shared a screenshot of his mate another stand-up comic had messaged him and said oh mate off that gig we did on wednesday what what's the what was the fragrance you were wearing you smelled amazing like I'm, and he actually put no homo i'm not gay like it was such a, <laughs> a free thing and then um it turns out he was wearing prada luna rossa carbon which and it was just quite funny because the two worlds blurred i was like oh so some muggles are still into it and do ask after what fragrance you're wearing even so it sort of just made me chuckle really yeah yeah and also just with reference to to your um to the fragrances we were talking about uh Sp- you loving spice bomb if you like that and you wanted to venture into niche did did you know there's a like a, a fragrance in the niche world that is very very similar to spice bomb and gets compared to it a lot but like a slightly richer higher quality version have you heard about this 
I have. I can't remember what it's called, but I definitely, when I was researching it and which one to get and if I should get, like, Extreme or when I was first sort of dabbling into Spice Bomb and researching it, I definitely found out about that, but I can't remember what it was. Do so enlighten me. it's Histoire de Parfum, Hemingway, 1899, and it is like a, a niche, higher-quality version of Spice Bomb. Do you know off your head how much it is? Um, off the top of my head? Oh, gosh, no. I don't know off the top of my head, but... I can have a little. Uh, I can have a little search. Oh, no, I was just curious. Yeah, it, it it'll be a couple of hundred, hundred and fifty, couple of hundred quid, something like that. I would, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because um, Victor and Rolf, as a designer brand, is not. Well, to, to, if you're into niche, there obviously it's designer prices. It's quite cheap. But if you're if you're an average person that's spending thirty, forty quid on a fragrance, Victor and Rolf, I think, is quite pricey because they're like typically sixty, seventy odd quid for you know full bottles, like ninety mils or whatever. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people see that as like, ooh, I'm not spending that much. Mm. <laughs> it's quite funny, really. It's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm just looking online here. Actually, there's a seems to be a special offer at the grooming clinic, not sponsored, uh, sixty mil for ninety five quid. So, okay. Yeah. That's not too yeah, bad. Pretty affordable. Yeah. Uh, and perhaps this is a good time while we're talking about fragrances and niche fragrances we should mention our beautiful podcast sponsor which is seasense.com and they seriously we wouldn't have sponsored with them we wouldn't have partnered with them if this wasn't the case but they literally have the cheapest prices on niche fragrances in the uk so if you want to head over there and show a little support to them and us uh, to help us uh, put this podcast together you can go to seasense.com forward slash geeks and the podcast gets just a nice little kickback from all the sales on there. Just helps Steve and I to keep things running here at the Scent Geeks. So head over to uh, cscents.com, guys, and uh, and check it out. That in in the UK, I don't think they do worldwide shipping. So yeah, you, only if you're based in the UK. Yeah, that's cool. I know Barry at uh, Centralized bought the Chronic through our link. Bless him. So thank you oh, for that, great. Barry. And he, he said he was like really impressed because it's all free delivery and it's actually free. Um, I'm, I'm quite sure it's free like next day special delivery or something. I think. Oh Because wow, yeah, he said it okay. like it came like really quickly and he said and it was free. So he was like he was like really impressed with the service. I was like, oh, he sort of messaged and said, and I was like, oh, that's really good. I'm I'm really pleased. So yeah, I like that you cool. can you can spread your payment over three months as well. Just so you know, niche fragrances can be a bit daunting in terms of price and that just perhaps makes it a little more kind of accessible to a lot of people so i think that's great hmm. cool yeah um mate um i think that's what we've been wearing uh what have you been what have you been watching what has anything caught your eye in the world of well yeah i mean I've, I've been watching the usual stuff i've been watching all the people i usually watch this week um but the the video that i really want to dwell on a little bit more that has caught my eye more than anything else and i'm sure it has for you as well because i know you were, you were there was um nigel's live this week he does a live every two weeks mm. so nigel from the youtube channel two cents worth and uh you know we were just chatting before we started recording weren't we how good a host nigel is and um you know he, he holds the room and he asks really good questions and friday night I'll let you talk about this, Steve, but Friday night went in a slightly different direction to usual, didn't it? Yeah, it did. So as you said, Nigel is a, is a great inter interviewer. So normally he, he mixes his lives up. So some weeks it's kind of very much, we've discussed it before, it's kind of like frag radio. So he has plays music, there's different kind of games and interaction and he gets involved in the chat and stuff as well. So it's, it's quite cool. And then sometimes he has guests. So we mentioned before that he had George Fragrance Apprentice on there. 
and uh, this week was a, a guest so we actually had uh, John Snow on there who's not he, you might have seen him commenting on YouTube but he doesn't have a YouTube channel I don't think but he's very 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 active on Instagram uh, under Scented Snowdrops so um, yeah great Instagram account yes it, it really is he's does some really great thorough reviews very passionate it also does some fun things does some little videos and stuff as well so it's just a it's a great account to follow yeah. uh, so he was on there and it was really interesting because john um as i say he's not a youtuber so he doesn't kind of put himself out there and he never kind of really shares his sort of face either he's not one to kind of share selfies he did he appeared in my christmas video that the co collab that we did collab as we like to pronounce it um yeah and he didn't show his image on that so um it was really interesting and he didn't show his image on nigel's live and they were just chatting and john knows he's so knowledgeable he's so passionate about fragrance it was yeah, great hearing very him and... very eloquent when when he's talking not just about fragrance but but everything really he's very interesting to listen to i find what i like is he he's got really good um he's really informed so he's really knowledgeable about stuff but then conversely he balances the objective and the subjective so yes. he's really quite informed but he's not scared to share his opinion and he'll stand by it yeah so he loves by killian yet he also loves uh yop or jupe uh om as well as it's he's kind of one of his founding fragrances and he stands by that and he's yeah. adamant and nigel spoke to him about it and so it was, <laughs> it was a really interesting kind of chat for the first first half i guess was it and then it yeah. kind of went in a little bit of a different way didn't it yeah so from when i was watching it um, nigel asked a question about why john doesn't like to show his face and at first i thought oh nigel you know will john be comfortable if, if you're asking him that but what i love about nigel as a host as an interviewer he's very adept at asking probing questions on sensitive subjects without offending he manages to to ask them in a in a very um, astute way, actually. And uh, fair play to John as well, because you know John could have said, "Look, I'm not comfortable about talking about this stuff," but he didn't. He did the opposite, and he actually he opened up, didn't he? And and it became a, a very um, important, I think, very important, very interesting discussion on mental health. Yeah, um, I don't want to, I mean, I'd urge people to go and watch it. So I don't want, to, I wouldn't want to give John any disservice by sort of skimming over some of the very important points that are kind of have come up into his life to decide not to show his image, etc, etc. But as you said, it, it basically come down to, um, he openly admitted some sort of mental health um, kind of issues, as it were. And he got it got quite deep and quite open and, and everybody in the chat started opening up about different things and different anxieties and if mm. you know they were bullied etc and yeah. i sort of admitted that i was bullied and someone else did and yeah. and it was it was all it, it got very kind of uh deep but it it was it was really quite moving and it really kind of highlighted the importance of mental health and, um, and of I talking about it yes and and that was one of the things so sort of john discussed about his mental health and he said and one of the things he emphasized is so important to kind of talk about it and um not shy away from it like accept it and and address it and talk about it mm. and what was nice is he also then spoke about how he's found some sanctity in fragrance and the fragrance community yeah which i thought was really nice because a lot of people kind of like we touched on earlier people might go oh it's a, it's a bit weird isn't it to be into fragrance or it's a bit of a weird hobby a bit kind of odd 
yeah people get into it for different things some people might be quite geeky they might like the science of it and the sort of chemistry of fragrance some people might just like to smell good they might be a basic bitch like me or they might be into the art but some people it's a hobby that they've actually found like a, a safe place a community a, mm-hmm. a group of friends that they can relate to open up to can share interests and discussions with and and that's really what john's found isn't it in fragrance which is yeah and you know john said at one point let's be honest all of us are here because uh i can't I, I, i'm i don't want to misquote him here so this is just from what i remember i don't know if he said exactly this but he said let's be honest you know there's all there's something that there's some reason that all of us have decided to be here. We've all got a reason. There's either something in our lives that has led us down this path of following this hobby of fragrance. And I think this is true for any hobby, really. And what what I think it, it is, potentially, is that people enjoy f- focusing and becoming passionate on something, especially perhaps if there's other things in your life that aren't going well and you're not enjoying other aspects of your life, whatever they may be, to find something that you can actually focus on and, and be passionate about and uh, and chat with other people who are in the same boat that that share this common passion, uh, this this hobby. There's, there's a lot of, um, uh, I, I think you can take a lot of comfort from that, uh, from, from being a part of a community. And a lot of the time, you know, John opened up to, to everybody on Nigel's live, perhaps he might not have done that to his family or friends. He might do. I'm, I, I don't know, John, but, uh, you know, perhaps it is easier to talk about it uh, within this safe group of, of fellow um, enthusiasts, uh, in this case, fragrance. And I think that hobbies can save people. I've got a, a good friend of mine who uh, was in a, in a bad place. He, he wasn't enjoying life and he discovered mountain biking. That was his, that saved him. Mountain biking saved him and he focused on that and he spends his money on that and that's his hobby and that's his passion and uh, it really filled a, a gap in his life. And I think that's another thing, you know, people have a gap. People, you know, need something to, um, to be passionate about. And I think when you've got passion in your life, that, that can recalibrate you. That can change a lot of things because suddenly it shifts your perspective. And I think when you've got passion and you see that other people are sharing in your passion, suddenly the world changes and, you know, you've got, you realise you've actually got some good friends. And that was kind of the outcome of, of the live, wasn't it? It was every, everyone said, look, I'm so uh, affected by this discussion and I'm so glad that we're all here and we've all shared in it. Uh, and it really was... Uh, a lovely thing actually yeah i mean as i say sometimes nigel's lives are really fun and it would do, and I, i've made a comment going blimey I, I, I tuned into this for like the game what's in the box and now i'm left like as an emotional kind of wreck because it was it was like a really bonding yeah, moment and and ant from ant from talk and review messaged the kind of group afterwards and said like i feel like really close like so much closer to you guys now it's like it was yeah. like a really lovely kind of bonding yeah. moment and everybody's awesome. kind of like you know probably there for each other it was it was really quite moving but it was but it was so nice and 
and it was nice again that people feel comfortable and to open up and and Nigel, yeah. the host, actually, um, he opened up and spoke about his. He's he admitted that he suffers from anxiety. Yeah, and we're the root. We're the, we're the root of it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's basically different anxieties, and and he sort of skimmed over some of it and said, obviously, that, that he sort of said some of it's the usual kind of like money things. He said he's yeah, kind yeah. of okay, but you know, obviously, everybody thinks about money and finance and this, that, and the other, and. and he said he he doesn't often get very good sleep because he's because of his anxieties thinking about things. And one of the, the things that mean he doesn't get good sleep is actually the St. Geeks podcast, which was a bit of a shitter for us. He actually said on a Sunday night he looks forward to listening so much, but he knows he has to get up early so he can li- so he can listen before he goes to work, which he he doesn't need to do. But he does that so because he knows he has to get up earlier. He then kind of psychologically puts pressure on himself to get to sleep because he's got to get up earlier. And then he gets less sleep and he ends up not sleeping on a Sunday night, basically. Which is, which is, I mean, it's humbling in the sense that we are powerful enough to have that effect. But obviously we don't want to have that effect. That's not, that's not nice. And we, we have told Nigel to just listen to it whenever the hell you want. Um, but we also kind of spoke, didn't we? And we decided that as a, as a kind of gesture and a, as, as a message of support and to again support just mental health in general really we wanted to make a little gesture so this podcast is as i touched upon at the intro is going to come out a bit late so normally it's released on a sunday night basically once one of us has finished the editing but this time we're going to schedule it to come out at 9 a.m on monday morning so nigel can't get up early to listen to it so he knows that so we can get a good night's sleep yeah so and it makes no go. difference to us we we just started um just dropping the episode as soon as it was edited but there's really no need we don't have to drop it on a sunday night it makes no difference to us uh, so if you know put it out every monday morning we'll obviously we'll see what the feedback is and we'll chat with nige and uh, if if that helps then i think that's just a very small thing that we can do that helps one other person and i think it we just the the, the outcome of all this is that we just have to be aware of, of everyone else and everyone else's feelings and the troubles that everyone else you know may be having and and create a forum to talk about it and that's exactly what nigel did with his live but before we go on steve i'm just i'm interested actually um in in your reasons because you know john mentioned we all have our reasons for for being here we all have our reasons for either being on instagram or, or youtube or creating these youtube channels um do you would you say that you your youtube channel uh helps your mental health in any way oh definitely without a doubt I actually thought of this earlier of something that you said where it reminded me of a course I went on years ago and the facilitator of the course, she was really good. She raised this point about the people that are getting fulfillment and enjoyment and passion out of their day job, the sort of people that often don't have many hobbies or extracurricular activities because they get that, their sort of fulfillment from their job. And if you're not, if you're not feeling like you're fulfilling your desires or kind of what you want to achieve then you'll seek it elsewhere so the people that don't get that from their day job typically have a lot of hobbies etc and I, I think i was kind of like that as much as i enjoyed working in the lab back then and now i enjoy scientific sales and dealing with people i was missing that creative outlet um so that's why i got into stand-up comedy originally and then again missing that i, I think that's why i come found youtube really i enjoyed fragrances and i put the two together and thought this is a creative outlet for me and this is again it's quite therapeutic and it's funny because i've now come full circle where again i've gone back to the comedy and linking that to youtube so i really enjoy the comedy side and and that's where my new channels come from really i enjoy it and i want that creative outlet and to 
to to let that out and and yeah. fulfill that kind of enjoyment and that interest really yeah, I think I'm quite similar to you, actually. I, at first, when John, John said, you know, we've all got, there's all reasons why we're here, um, you know, we've all got um, things going on. And I thought, actually, I, I don't think that applies to me. I think I'm I'm just, I've seen a way to kind of monetize a hobby and, and um, make part of my, my living from, from doing something that I love and that I'm passionate about. But then I thought, you know what, there is a reason I'm here and it is related to my mental health and I don't know if people know my background but uh, I came out of university and uh, I, I started a career as an actor and doing voiceover work and I still do those things but they don't come along often enough to pay the bills, pay a mortgage, support a family. So I decided to um, explore my other passion in life which was fitness and I trained up as a personal trainer and I worked in a gym for 11 years and for the last, for the majority of that time if I'm honest it was it was fine. There were worse jobs, and I enjoyed the fact I was working in fitness. But I wasn't happy. Looking back now, I, I wasn't happy. I used to have to get up at four thirty every Tuesday morning, and I can empathise with with Nige because that upset my whole week because I had the anxiety all through Monday, knowing I was up at that ridiculous time, and then it took me pretty much the rest of the week to kind of catch back up with myself after having three, four hours sleep uh, every Monday night. And um, when I started doing my YouTube channel, it, it allowed me a creative outlet. It allowed me to create something that I thought in the future perhaps maybe I can monetize and I didn't think it would ever become the main thing that I would do but it has done and uh, I feel far more fulfilled now making videos every day and exploring fragrances than than I ever did before I was doing fragmental so life is much better for me now my 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 mind is healthier um, mentally I'm, I'm healthier since, since starting YouTube and I'm very thankful for it and, and I, I, some some days I just think thank God I found it. Thank God I had the idea. And and I decided to pluck up the courage to stand in front of my phone that one day in my house. And, and, it, and that, it was weird. That felt weird. It felt like I shouldn't have been doing it. I had massive imposter syndrome. Still do to an extent. But I'm uh, so much happier from doing it. And so, uh, yeah, uh, John was right. I did have a reason. And uh, it was to do with my mental health. And I, I think a lot of times we need to uh, be honest with ourselves about things like that as well. I think it just goes to show that you just don't know what somebody's dealing with. You don't know what their battles are, what their challenges are, what their struggles are. So you just shouldn't assume. You shouldn't assume that they are okay, or they're not okay, or they're doing something for a certain reason. Just, just show them a bit of respect and look out for each other because you just don't know. We've all got our thing. We're all dealing with our own personal challenges and they're very personal to us, aren't they? They're very much yeah. an individual thing and it's hard Absolutely. sometimes to empathize or understand but so that's why you should just respect each other and and i'm getting a bit kind of hippie now and and etc so now's probably a good time to drop in the fact that chris and i wanted to go over and above rather than just talking about mental health we went actually wanted to kind of show our support in other ways so what we're going to do any kofi donations that come through to the podcast this week we're going to donate to the charity mind so mind is a charity that supports people with mental health challenges and struggles their tagline is for better mental health and so we want to um, support them so they can in turn support other people struggling with mental health uh, issues and challenges um so any donations that come through to the podcast this week will go to mind but what i want to do is put them 
get them to mind in a slightly diverted route if I can because my friend who actually suffered from some mental health issues earlier this year with anxiety etc to do with the lockdown um, he got a lot of support from mind um, and they really helped him through it so he is now doing his own personal challenge he's running around the world in 80 days but he's got a very cool setup at home he's got his treadmill his sort of digital kind of uh, software on the tv so he chooses the city and he's literally running around that on the screen he's covering the exact same distance on the treadmill but so he's doing it kind of digitally um so he's raising money to uh, for the for the charity mind so he can give back because they helped him so much earlier in the year so what i want to do is any donations that we get this week i'm going to put through to him on his just giving page i'm aware he's had to kind of drop his target a little bit i don't know if he was over ambitious or it was uh, he wanted to be a bit more realistic but I really want to make sure he reaches this target now so any money that comes through the podcast I'm going to go through to his Just Giving page I'll share that page on the Facebook group uh, but then ultimately that money's then going to go to the charity Mind because they helped him so much and they're helping so many people Brilliant, yeah that's the least we can do so guys, yeah, if you've not donated before because you think Steve and I aren't worth it please donate some coffees this week because it's going to a very, very good cause that we're very uh, very happy to to help and support so there we go i think we kind of went a little deep as well it's hard not to go deep on this subject isn't it yeah you don't want to skim over it or take the piss but then conversely you don't no. want to depress people so anyway moving on is yeah. there anything else you wanted to discuss i think you said there was a couple of bits in the news yeah a couple of bits of news before we go into scenario two new fragrance releases uh, the first one came by surprise yesterday i found out that imaginary authors have a brand new release and it sounds delicious. It's called A Whiff of Waffle Cone. Now, is that not the best name for a fragrance? Forget all this French crap. A Whiff of Waffle Cone. And uh, let me read some of the notes in this. We've got uh, uh, vanilla, heavy cream, salted caramel, amaris, which is a, a woody accord, um, Orjeet, I think it's pronounced, which is like an almondy syrup. It's got Saigon cinnamon and the mystery note is ice cream shop. Doesn't that sound good? So I've ordered myself a bottle and it's cheaper than other imaginary authors. It's $65. Obviously, we have to pay a bit of shit. I think I paid $12 shipping uh, or something. Um, But, you know, I like the sound of it. So I've snapped one up. Are you gonna? How are you gonna deliver the content? That do you think? Because it sounds like it might be quite a good first impressions, or will you just go straight to the full review? I, maybe th- I think I might. I might do both. Actually, I'm. I, I might mm. kind of follow suit with with what Ashton does, where he he'll do a video on an op- an unboxing and a first impression, and then he'll follow it up with a more in depth review. So yeah, I might do it that way. Um, and the other new release was one that I was uh, very lucky to be involved with um, a. And a live event that was run by Mask Milano. They invited 100 people. They sent out samples um, of the three three main pillars of this new fragrance, uh, which were uh, accords of mimosa and uh, honey and like a mandarin and, and citrus accord. So they sent us these three accords separately. So we all smelled them separately. Um, and then at the end of that, we all then sprayed the final fragrance they they said don't smell anything it spoils it before don't smell anything before the event so we all smelled it during the event and each of the three accords especially the honey one i could just wear as a fragrance on its own it's absolutely fantastic amazing honey accord but the final fragrance is this beautiful um sweet but bright very diffusive very elegant very mass appealing fragrance it's perhaps 
um, Mass Milano's most mass appealing fragrance. And the name of this new fragrance is called Reflection. So it, they wanted this bright neon lit perfume. So that's where the ray of sun comes in. And uh, so Reflection is, is the name and uh, it's very good. So that's, yeah, two exciting new releases there in the world of niche fragrance. There we go. I, lo I love that name. It's a good, good bit of punnage there. I love oh, a good lover. We love, a, love we, a lo pun. we love a good pun, don't we? It's because we're dads. We do indeed. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to nope. shout out before we move on? I, no? think, yeah. I think I'm done. Cool. Let's get into uh, Centenario. So this week's Centenario comes from somebody. I think they've supported us uh, through the Kofi donations before, and he's also sent me samples, etc. And I've given him a shout out. So it comes from uh, Tom McKinder. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Hopefully it's not McKinder, but yeah, Tom McKinder. Anyway, so Tom says, uh, "Morning, mate. A friend of mine. Oh, so this is actually a kind of a real scenario, which is what we like. A friend of mine has been in this scenario, so would love to know both of your thoughts. We're in lockdown 2.0, but using a dating app, you have been speaking to somebody who you plan on meeting for a socially distanced first date. You need to wear something that could last outside, be picked up from two meters away, but still be a date fragrance." He's actually included his suggestion, which I really like. So he said, my suggestion was a Givenchy Play Intense, which I've I've never smelled. Have you smelled that before, Chris? No, I hear good things about that one, but I've not smelled it. It's discontinued now, I believe. So, yeah. Is not, it? I'm going to so. have to look into that one. Yeah. Mm. So, socially distanced dates, first date. So first impression is even more important. You want it to project over two meters, which is potentially a big ask. Um... You want it to obviously be date, date mm. suitable. Yeah, I thought my the first one that came to my mind was obviously one we both own and love, uh, which is perfect for date nights, and it's Leighton from Parfum de Mali. I think that would just really work, just splendidly in that situation. But then I, I perhaps I have one that is um, from the same house, but bigger projection. So I think, and it's sweet and it's it's very likable, mass appealing. So I'd say I'd go with Carlisle. Uh, I think it, it beats Leighton on, on the projection. So if it's social distance, I think that would perhaps be the better option. Um, if I was going to go with designer, I'm going to go with the, the new Tom Ford Black Arcade Parfum because I think it's a gorgeous sensual fragrance, a little more masculine than the original because it's got a drop of rum in there and uh, I get massive projection and longevity off it. So I think it'd be perfect for a date and for socially distancing. Just purely for projection, I mean, you could, you could if you wanted that clean vibe, you could try Office for Men maybe. That is a bit of a, it can, it can sort of get some projection or, on it. I don't know, or even yeah. date, even date for men. Date was a funny one because I really I loved the opening of Date. I was like, damn, this is good, but I didn't yeah. enjoy the dry down so much. Well, he's got a new one coming out next week called Socially Distanced for Men, so that, that <laughs> one might work as well. Oh, God, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right. Um, I think that's the pod, isn't it? That's I don't know the pod. how that's long we've been we've, running. So, we've, yeah. we've been going nearly an hour now, Steve, so I think we need to say our, our farewells. Um, so I guess I'll start since you're signing off. So listen, important podcast, uh, I, you know, go and watch Nigel's live. We've obviously discussed uh, things uh, similar to, to uh, the subject that Nigel talked about. So do go and ch check on that. And uh, yes, it's um, it's our pleasure to be here. And if it, if it helps anyone in any small way, then that means a lot to both Steve and I. So thank you very much for your support don't forget our sponsor uh, ccense.com forward slash geeks and we'll be here for you next week have a week geeks
please, 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 if you're ever going to donate to the podcast, do it this week because that money will go to Mind, the charity that supports uh, better mental health. And you can do that through uh, ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks, all one word. Other than that, thank you, Chris. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, everybody. And yeah, hopefully this this podcast and maybe Nigel's Live might have helped you. Um, do please keep talking to each other. Look out for each other. You never know what people are going through, as I said earlier. So do always just ask and look out for each other and just keep keep talking. It really helps. Other than that, take care, everybody. We will see you same time, same place next week. Take care. Much love. Thank you.